Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Straight cash, homie. This is the Believe in Trailblazers show. The Portland Trailblazers have won the World Championship. On Believe Podcast Network. Boom, chakalaka! Portland's number one sports podcast network. Now. The Blazers win in four overtime. 140 to 137. Here's your host, Jordan Schultz. Money, money, money. As we all sit on our hands and wait for sports to start up again, we're hearing less and less about the COVID-19 testing policies that pro sports leagues would need to implement in a return to action. Now, instead of that, a lot of people are talking, at least the ones involved in the NBA and Major League Baseball, specifically the two sports uh, that are trying to resume playing as soon as possible. All of those pundits and execs are talking about money, money, money. Great cash, homie. That's right. The, The contracts that you need to fulfill, not just for the players, of course, but more importantly for the leagues themselves are on their minds. Uh, They have to air their product, uh, the NBA, for instance, on ESPN, TNT, ABC, all the regional networks that teams are out supposed to be getting, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars to, to air those games. What about the risk of injury, though? What about the risk of spreading coronavirus? I'm not really hearing a peep so much about those questions anymore Uh, at least from anyone that's not a player or low-level employee. Some of the players in the NBA are asking about this. Some of the lower-level employees that would have to go back and work the concessions are asking about this. Cameramen, I'm sure. But you're not hearing any conversation or, or at least any extended conversation about the testing policies in the NBA from any of the execs, any of the owners, any of the Board of Governors, anything. I mean, you you did hear from Adam Silver, the commissioner, that if a positive coronavirus test were to stop play, then I don't think that we want to go down this road. So that leaves me confused. You're hearing everything being all about the money now as opposed to the safety of the players and the rest of its employees. So I want to spend this podcast breaking down Which matters more, simply? Which matters more to entities like the NBA or MLB? Is it money or safety? Big question. Also, I'll tell you why I agree with something, well, not very controversial in my opinion, but some people thought that something Damian Lillard said this week was very controversial, and I'll tell you why I agree with it. It's actually the same thing, the same exact thing I've been saying on the show for weeks now. Jordan Schultz sitting in with you. Believe in Trailblazers on the Believe Podcast Network. Believe is Portland's number one sports podcast network. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you have any burning questions you want answered or you heard something that I said on the show, want to tell me I'm crazy, a lot of people do, hit me up on Twitter, on the air, Jordan, with an O. This show available wherever you get your podcasts. iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. All right, so we've established that pro sports leagues can in no way guarantee players and employees' safety from the coronavirus if they start playing again. We've talked about that many different times. There just has 
really after all of the info out there about testing policies that have been thrown out, at least as an idea for these leagues, it's just in no way able to be guaranteed as far as somebody getting coronavirus or not. It's probably going to happen to a lot of players and a lot of employees if those leagues do start playing again. You just cannot totally keep COVID-19 from spreading among people in such close proximity. (laughs) Nevertheless, when they're talking, yelling, sweating during a game, I mean, you're talking about 10 guys, really, really big athletes on the NBA side of things, obviously not baseball, they're a little more spread out, but they're right up in each other's grill. And I could see coronavirus being spread pretty easily, especially in the NBA. And once again, we haven't really heard what they would do if a bunch of them test positive. Probably just have to shut it down at that point, but they just don't want to say that. Um, MLB, they're saying they would need 10,000 tests a week to safely conduct business. And the NBA's idea of playing games in one location like Disney World really doesn't address what happens if someone gets COVID-19. Are you telling me if someone tests positive for corona you're not going to quarantine everyone that came into contact with them for 14 days like the cdc recommends at what point is it okay just to stop doing that i'll tell you right now if i were in the same room as someone that came down with covid19 i would self-quarantine for 14 days on my own out of fear for health my fiance's health and everyone around me as well there are major risks For the athletes, and it's not much of a reward for nearly half the teams in the NBA, like the Portland Trailblazers, for instance. If you've been living under a rock, the Portland Trailblazers, uh, when the pandemic started, they were three and a half games back behind the Memphis Grizzlies for the eighth spot in the playoffs. Uh, They're 29 and 37, technically have 16 games remaining in the regular season. It's really not the standings, though, that league officials are looking at right now. League execs are concerned more about the almighty dollar. The Blazers have played 66 games in the 2019-2020 season, which is about the number all of the other teams in the league were at, maybe give or take one or two, uh, when the NBA stopped. Well, you're not going to be surprised by this. The NBA has a contract with all of the regional sports networks to air 70 games minimum during the regular season. 70 minimum. And it would be in the league's best interest to get those last four or five games played and not have to refund cash. And if you're out there thinking people like Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, is thinking about anything else but that money when he says the NBA needs to finish the regular season, you're kidding yourself, okay? This is all about profit here. We aren't talking about pennies. If the NBA season is totally canceled, the league stands to lose half a billion dollars. 500 mil. But is coming back like that in a bubble arena-like atmosphere in one location in, say, Disney World, is coming back like that and playing a few meaningless games in the players' best interests. Well, Trailblazers star Damian Lillard had a very definitive answer for that this week. He threw the hammer down. Dame won't play unless there is a quote-unquote true opportunity to get to the playoffs for Portland. He talked to Chris Haynes of Yahoo Sports this week. Uh, This is a direct quote from Damian Lillard. 
if we come back and they're just like, we're adding a few games to finish the season and throwing us there for the meaningless games and we don't have a true opportunity to get into the playoffs, I'm going to be with my team because I'm part of a team. But I'm not going to be participating. I'm telling you that right now. If we come back and I don't have another opportunity to make the playoffs, I will show up to work. I'll be at practice and I'll be with my team. I'm going to do all that and then I'm going to be sitting right on that bench during the games. Pretty powerful comments from Damian Lillard. Simply put, I agree with him. And it's what I've been saying for the last month or so. What's the point of the Blazers playing a few games with no hope of getting into the postseason if this resumes again? Sure, if the NBA were able to find time to allow Portland to compete for the eighth spot, I would be all in. That would obviously be the most exciting matchup in the first round. Everybody's been talking about that all year leading up to the cancellation, or I guess the suspension of the NBA season. Everyone was talking about the possibility of the Blazers getting into that eighth spot, fighting the Grizzlies before the end of the season, and magically getting that matchup with the Lakers. And a Blazers-Lakers series um, with a healthy Zach Collins, with a healthy use of Nurkic included, that's a dream come true. Especially after these three very bleak three months or so just being stuck at home. And it's been super tough, not just on us fans, but NBA players too. Dame also telling Chris Haynes that there was a point after the NBA season was suspended in which he just believed it would be canceled. He listened to health experts' advice and didn't really do much from that point. The last couple of months, though, he's gone back to working out a little by a little more. Uh, This is more of his quote to Chris Haynes from Yahoo Sports. Actually, this is Chris Haynes in his article. His routine consisted of weightlifting, conditioning on a Peloton, steam room therapy, running 10-second sprint intervals on an inclined treadmill, and in between certain reps, performing core strengthening exercises as well as incorporating slides and lunges. The Blazers' practice facility opened May 8th. Lillard has been going twice a day with his first workout starting as early as 6 a.m. Damn, dude's dedicated. Forgive me, though, for sounding completely ignorant for what I'm about to say if I'm off base, and I very well could be, but I don't think I am. A Peloton, sprint training with incline, core work, lunges, all of that, that's really good. It's a great way to get in shape, a great way to be healthy, and definitely stay in shape. But I'm not sure those are the best way to replicate staying in NBA shape. You're talking about the strongest and most elite athletes in the world. To be in NBA shape, it is nothing like being in regular shape. You simply cannot simulate NBA basketball without full five-on-five practices. And once again, how much time, I brought this up many times on Believe in Trailblazers, how much time would a training camp take to get everybody back into somewhat game shape? Two weeks, three weeks, well, that's another two or three weeks that you got to push the start of the NBA restart off. So since we're getting closer and closer to the summer, Damian Lillard did say he loves the idea of a play-in tournament if the NBA did that. Of course, there are reports out there that the league is considering letting the Blazers, Pelicans, Spurs, and Sacramento Kings to participate and expand the overall playoffs for just this season, kind of similar to what the NHL is announcing that uh, they will hold a 24-team playoff tournament if they're able to get back on the ice soon. 
But once again, we are running out of time to do something like that. Even if the NBA wanted to push the regular season start back to Christmas, like in perpetuity, just to start doing that forever, they've got to start a faux training camp by at least the end of June, probably the beginning of July. League GMs, though, aren't in favor of such a restart. ESPN actually got a hold of a survey of all 30 GMs in the NBA. 16 said they would prefer the league to come back with just the 16-team playoff format, just like it's always done. So more than half of the league's GMs want to restart the NBA with regular playoffs, just keep it normal and nothing else. I know I sound like a broken record, Blazers fans, But I truly believe if they finish this season, this is the only option forward, just restarting it from the playoffs and going on from there. It's just too risky to have anybody that doesn't truly need to be there playing, staying in that possible bubble at Walt Disney World when they're currently, of course, talking about plans to resume the NBA season, if that actually does happen uh, so far, Walt Disney World, the leading location for that to happen. Keeping the least amount of people, though, in one spot for as little time as possible, that should be the NBA's mission if they intend to finish off the year. So there's been a lot of reaction out there about what Blazers star Damian Lillard said regarding the end of the season being meaningless. Uh, ESPN analyst Dan Orlovsky responded to his comments about not wanting to play with an opinion that I thought was way off base. Take a listen, though. If what we've experienced as a group of people over the last three months has taught us anything, that there is no such thing as meaningless anymore. Like, we can't take things for granted anymore. And there's a difference between have to and get to. And Dane Lillard would have the opportunity to get to play basketball again. Because there's people out there that have to go do things. Frontline workers and nurses and doctors, they have to go to work. And they have to work more hours and get paid less because of what we're dealing with. Dame Lillard would have the opportunity to get to play basketball again. And I would hope and challenge him in his mindset that the last few months has changed that. And that he would take the opportunity to go and perform and go and compete and get the opportunity to play basketball again. Because some people don't have a choice anymore. I disagree with at least half of what Dan Orlovsky is saying. Uh, at least about Damian Lillard. If if Orlovsky wanted to say that about uh, MLB's Blake Snell, Tampa Bay Rays pitcher, I'm all for it. Dame is looking at many factors when he goes out publicly and, and states that he wouldn't want to play in games that he feels are meaningless just to finish the NBA season. He's talking about quite a few things. His health, his age, the safety surrounding the coronavirus pandemic and him coming back. Uh, the team's overall chances after this season, and most importantly, that it is only a handful of games that he's talking about. For Orlovsky to come out and say that Dame is privileged when he's talking about a handful of games is ridiculous. He does not need to put himself at risk over a few rightfully said meaningless games. Don't vilify Dame for stating he wouldn't play unless there was a path to the playoffs for the Blazers, all right? He's not Blake Snell. He is not the spoiled baby for the Tampa Bay Rays in MLB who won't play the season unless he gets his full million-dollar salary like a jackass. Uh, If you haven't heard that story, he made headlines in the last few weeks as the poster boy for spoiled, overpaid athletes. 
saying he would not play in half of the season's games that they normally would. It's a 162-game baseball season normally. Time from the coronavirus cancellations, basically forcing it down to 81 games. He does not want to play those 81 games unless he gets his full salary. Now, while I don't necessarily agree with people missing out on money for their work, millionaires, that's a different story. Blake Snell, if he's smart, should be able to survive for a couple more seasons without any paychecks since he's been making at least the league minimum. That's I think it's gone from like 550000 up closer to 600000 in the past couple of years. Then his salary doubled to a mil. When people are waiting for their unemployment checks to come through and over 30 million people lost their jobs because of the coronavirus, comments like Snell's fall on absolutely deaf ears and people turn on him. And I wonder why Dan Orlovsky isn't hitting out on what Blake Snell is saying as opposed to Damian Lillard. And my message to Blake Snell, stop acting like an overpaid, spoiled ass. If you're not going to play, it should be about the safety of you and your family and not your paycheck. Do you have any idea how many essential workers out there that have to go to work, that aren't making a ton of money because they don't have the option? I work my ass off. I make forty grand a year, Blake. You just signed a $50 million contract, so go fuck yourself, all right? The money, whether it be for the owners or selfish asshole players like Blake Snell, is obviously the priority, not safety. And that is a problem. Instead of talking about people like Mike Trout, star center fielder for the Angels, who's worried about transmitting coronavirus to his pregnant wife, we're talking about how much money leagues would be out and how devastating that would be. There are always solutions for making these massive leagues profitable again. There is no solution if you get COVID-19 or tragically die from it. All right? Huge differences. Those chances are small, sure. But isn't that small chance of getting coronavirus, of dying from coronavirus, isn't that why we closed down the country in the first place? People like Dan Orlovsky made Dame out to be a bad guy talking about a meaningless handful of games. Don't do that. Take a page out of Dame Lillard's book. Take this time. Care more about your health. Care more about your family. Take time to care about your peace of mind and try your best to move forward from this crazy time. I know the NBA is a business. I know Major League Baseball same. They're trying to make money, all right? They're for-profit corporations. I get it. But I am truly frightened that they will both end up putting money over safety. What do you think matters more to execs in those leagues? Money or safety? And I, I will say, I can't just pick on Blake Snell. There are quite a few other MLB players. They're bitching about making less money. They're also jerks. You're already overpaid by a ton. There's no salary cap in your league. You have some of the highest guaranteed salary money in all of professional sports, basically in the world. I think maybe a few soccer players get guaranteed more money than they do, but it's not that much. Baseball players are rich, filthy rich, overpaid by a ton. And it really, really gets to me that the argument about getting baseball going Maybe NBA basketball, but more so baseball. It, it The argument revolves around money and not safety. It's straight up sad. And I hate greedy people. 
Well, that's a wrap on episode 21 of Believe in Trailblazers. If you have any burning questions about the team you want answered, hit me up on Twitter on the Air Jordan with an O. The show available wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. Please, please, please hit the download button, subscribe wherever you listen. That's all for now, Portland fans. Please continue to wash your hands, stay healthy as well. I'm Jordan Schultz. I'll talk to you next week. Rip City, baby. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.